Hey, my name is Bill. And my name is Danny. And we are a, a couple, couple of park, park hoppers. hoppers. Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary celebration is finally here. And what a crazy day October 1st was. And with it came a brand new fireworks spectacular called Disney Enchantment. It's been an extremely polarizing topic over the last 48 hours. And we're going to dive into that and much more right now. Let's, Let's hop, hop to it. it. Good evening, friends. Look around you. There is a special magic that flows through this land. The magic of fantasy, swirling with pixie dust made more brilliant by the light that lives within you. It inspires us to wish upon stars, follow our hearts, and find our happily ever afters. Tonight, as we gather together under the spires of this majestic castle, our dreams ignite the magic to create a beacon shining out and celebrating 50 years of the most magical place on Earth. Love this so much. <laughs> Yay! It's finally here. I can't believe it's finally here. Um, After I, years and years of talking about it, it's here. I I almost feel like my brain is just so full of pixie dust right now that I can't process all You've of it. You've had a lot of Disney this week. <laughs> I I added it up. I've spent about eighty hours at Disney in the Holy last week. <laughs> how many miles is that on your feetsies? Um. We were around 20,000 steps a day. So e even wow. ye even yesterday, we did 10,000 steps, you and me. And we sat for like <laughs> six for hours. Like, I don't know how we did that oh, many steps. my gosh. I think it was hiking to the back of the TTC. <laughs> I mean, it was a long walk. But, oh. but you know, I, I had a very long, amazing week. So um, last week, my family came to visit. Um, we had friends and family who were here um, to see Happily Ever After for the last time also. Um, so I was in vacation mode and then we were in birthday mode. And so, and then we went right into 50th anniversary mode. <laughs> and We had no time to <clears throat> rest in between. There was one day and uh, it was, we just had to go to normal work and it was very weird to go to normal work. I didn't like work. it. I didn't like it either. It's not magical. It wasn't magical. But like it was just a very, very busy week. Um to the point where I actually took like a four hour nap today, just like completely passed out from You did. Uh, from so much magic and pixie dust, which is the best way to take a nap. For sure. Um but Overall, we're just going to rewind a little bit because, guys, there's so much to unpack um, with everything that we did this week. But we're going to talk about the big stuff for today. And one of the first big things that we're going to talk about is the very last happily ever 
after. Now we're not gonna mope and we're not gonna maybe harp on it for a while. Maybe you're not gonna mope. But we are really sad to see it go. <laughs> and we spent an awesome night with a bunch of magical people yeah. at the Magic Kingdom uh, on September 29th, which also happened to be Danny's birthday. Just perfect timing for her favorite show to <laughs> sparkle off into Disney history. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> that was the meanest thing ever. It was, it was really fun. And, you know, one of the best parts that I really enjoy about Disney is that when you get to meet strangers that love this thing that you love so much. Yeah. And you have so much in common with them once you start kind of talking to them. Yeah. And, you know, with COVID, it was like weird. Like you couldn't talk to anybody. You couldn't yeah. be near anybody. But now that things are starting to loosen up a little bit, people are definitely far more interested in having a conversation with people. And connecting. And when when you and I were sitting front row center in front of Cinderella Castle waiting for Happily Ever After to start... We had a bunch of people around us that we really enjoyed talking to. Yeah, so we had um, a couple on the... So first off, we walked in and we were like, we're going to go on some rides. And then we realized that people were already sitting down and waiting. Yeah. And this was around 6 o'clock, right? Or was right. it a little yeah, earlier? It was, it was about 6 o'clock. So it might have been a little earlier, but we we had no idea where we should sit. So what we ended up doing was we saw a, a couple that was uh, celebrating their second anniversary and they were sitting front row center right by the chains of the castle. Like you couldn't get any closer unless no. you were like crossing the chains. on the castle. <laughs> um, and so Bill and I kind of looked at each other and we were like, well, let's sit right there. So we went and we sat down and we realized that if we wanted a really good spot where we weren't going to be blocked, that's where we were going to have to. We were going to have to choose the seat now. And keep in mind, you and I had never seen Happily Ever After from the front row before. Right. Like, and so why not the last one? Right. And so we sat down. Um, we had that wonderful couple to our left. Um, we also had um, a big group of what seemed like Disney friends. Yeah. And um, Jeremy the T. Yeah. Shout out to Jeremy. He is fantastic. He is so sweet. And him and his group of friends really um, made that evening the hours that we had yeah. to wait pass by very quickly the last hour or so we had some great conversations you know we we met uh, a bunch of youngsters that were <laughs> living down here uh working at disney working at universal and uh, down here for school but we all had that that thing in common that yeah. we really loved and we wanted to see the last one that was happily ever after on the 29th well i was like yep i'm just turned 35 today yeah. when we were talking. I every could be your dad. I, well, <laughs> they weren't that young. I don't know. They weren't that young. I they, think they were like 18 to 20, somewhere in there. I think they were in their early 20s, most yeah. of them. So yeah. unless you had, you know. A young child. At like <laughs> Me 12. Young. Yeah. Well, no. come on. I wish I was 30. <laughs> <laughs> well, here. So regardless, yeah. we had a wonderful group of people around us that had the time pass mm -hmm. and i will say that watching happily ever for the last time shattered my heart into a, <laughs> a million magical pieces oh yeah when i went back and watched the video that you took at the very end uh -huh. um when it goes and so our journey comes, comes to, to an, an end. end you can hear me on on the video go no, <laughs> just like I think I heard somebody go. Oh God! <laughs> I definitely was making like devastation noises, and then like the entire show, I just kept like as soon as from the opening to the end, I was just ugly crying throughout it. But it was funny because there were moments where it would get quiet, and 
you could hear people around us just being like, right. <laughs> like we were watching, like it was just crazy being there. And um, I just, it was really hard to watch, but it was something that was really, really special to be there for the very last one. You guys, I, you guys want to see if we can hear what she's talking about? Let's, let's check let's it out. Let's listen. And so our journey comes to an end, but yours continues on. Like, Grab a hold of your dreams. I heard. Uh, no, I go. Uh, no, here, play it one more time. Play it one more time. <laughs> and so our journey comes to an end, but yours continues on. <laughs> Just a bunch of people Grab crying. <laughs> it's funny now, but in the moment, it was oh, it, it was, was fairly it was, devastating. It was devastating. And then at the very, very end, like, it was just so funny because at the very end, everyone was just singing the song and waiting for the castle to, for, like, the the happily ever after projections to goodnight kiss off the castle. And uh, and then at the end, everybody clapped and cried. And it uh, was just, it was just a very... Emotional experience. Oh, my goodness. Like, it was just, that was, that was rough, but... Regardless, guys, we, I'm so glad that we we got to be there for the last happily ever after. It was just, it was just tough. <laughs> it, it was it was a really cool experience for me because I remember very vividly in 2017 watching the final wishes on a Disney Parks live stream, and then two days later watching the brand new happily ever after on a Disney Parks live stream, and wishing I could have been there. And this time during the changeover, we saw the last happily ever after, and then we saw the brand new enchantment two days later and that was a really cool thing to be able to experience living here i didn't i didn't even know that they did a last wishes stream you didn't know that no but i think i was ready for wishes to be yeah. gone oh yeah no i remember watching that i, I th this is yeah, new information it's, it's, i think it's still on yeah on youtube somewhere i mean that's so crazy but yes yeah, so it was very cool to be there but um so that was the closing of that chapter and uh, there's there's a lot of stuff first off that we're going to be talking about for the 50th and there's no way that we would even remotely begin to touch on everything yeah, today. No, no, that'll be a, a discussion for a different day <laughs> down the, the road. Also, for the next 18 months, yeah. there's going to be stuff we talk about. Yeah, exactly. But first off, um, let's talk about the beacons of magic. I absolutely freaking love this. Wait, wait. Tell the people what the beacons of magic are. So the thing that you heard just before we started talking, not that amazing pop remix of uh, of You Are the Magic, <laughs> but right before that with the with the guy who does the voiceover at Magic Kingdom saying, 50 years of the most magical place on earth. I wish you did like, that. that th th it's like a minute long thing. You can find it on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers. We actually finished, we actually filmed the first one that was Ever. done in front of the public. Yeah, I'm um, not at that private event where they did the the live stream the night before, but the first one in front of the public, and you could just feel it in the air. People were feeling it. Yeah, and it was basically how they light up the castle, very similar to uh, what they did last holiday season with the Christmas projections. Right, where it was every 15 minutes, like they, there would be like a little mini show, and then like a poof firework. It would almost be like a tiny ceremony. Yeah, kind in like of. a big um. A big announcement, and then you'd have the magical projections, and their their spotlight game right now is oh, on point. It's awesome. Um, and there's no there's no fireworks with the there's beacons no, of magic. There's no fireworks, but there's a lot of amazing lighting going on. So I've heard people 
accidentally call them the beacons of light sometimes. It's, a, it's easily indistinguishable. But they're also so very lit up and magical that, um, you know, they are, they're beacons of magic, but they're very, very lit up. Now, you noticeably said beacons. That is because in all four parks, they do have this little ceremony. I haven't been to Hollywood Studios, Epcot, or Animal Kingdom since this started, but at Magic Kingdom, we noticed that they were doing it about every 20 minutes. Yeah. And it would just be a little minute-long, like, magical experience where the castle would get lit up and you'd get that announcement and the most magical place on earth. And they say, answer the call. Which I... Which is really hard to tell in person. Which, when we first listened to it, we couldn't tell what it was, so we were just like, we we were like, I know they're saying words, but what are they saying? Right. Um, and then we figured it was answer the call and it's, it's gorgeous in person. It and is. um even just listening to it now. It's gorgeous. It gives me chills. But I will say that, um, overall, I'm very excited to be able to go and see all the beacons of magic and then bring that to our YouTube page. So you guys can yeah. see it. Um, hopefully you'll be able to come in the next 18 months to see this happen. But if not, we will have that up, but I'm excited to see all those beacons of magic in person. Now, just so you guys know, the beacons are... Um, Cinderella Castle, the Hollywood Tower of Terror, um, the uh, Tree of Life, Tree of Life, and, and Spaceship Earth. Earth. So that's it's like the the main icons basically of the parks. And Spaceship Earth, you actually get to see the brand new LEDs that they just installed in between all the panels on Spaceship Earth in action, and it looks stunning. 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 Like people were raving about it the the night that everybody was there for the first Harmonious, and they used these lighting effects for the first time. People were absolutely raving about the Epcot Beacons of Magic. And so definitely want to go see that really, really soon. One thing I do want to mention, because um, in case you guys are looking for it, um, Bill just said the word harmonious. And just so you guys know, we haven't seen it yet. We watched the live stream. We will be going to see it live, and we will not be making any comments (laughs) or any judgments until we see it in person. So, And that is all we are going to say about it today. So, Yeah, it's the we did watch the live stream, like Danny said, but... Where where did we watch the live stream? We watched it on my phone from Tomorrowland after the last Happily Ever After. Yeah. So we weren't exactly in the right state of mind, I guess, right after Happily Ever After to kind of watch a new show. And we we're watching it on like a four inch screen. So we definitely didn't get the full effect. We're going to save our opinions and save our, our developing of our opinions until we can see it in person. Yeah. I'm still rehydrating from Happily Ever After. Yeah. So I just... Yeah, so we're not going to make any comments or any judgments until we see that. Um, So um, keep an eye out for that. We are going to try to be seeing it tomorrow, possibly, weather permitting, all other things permitting, but we will be seeing it as soon as possible. So speaking of tomorrow, let's jump in our time machine and let's go two days forward to the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World, October 1st, 2021. What a day. So I will start this by saying I couldn't fall asleep the night before. (laughs) I was having some anxieties about, first off, getting into Magic Kingdom because we had to park hop. We did not have a park pass for Magic Kingdom. And second, I had anxieties about leaving with one million of our 
closest <laughs> friends with us. Why, you ask, did we not have a park pass for Magic Kingdom? Well, the original plan that we had months ago. Like in April, maybe? months, April, May, somewhere around there. You know, close to six months ago, probably. Once Remy's Ratatouille Adventure was announced for October 1st, we actually made park pass for Epcot because our plan was to go ride Remy's, check that out. And then Danny and I were actually going to split up. I was going to stay at Epcot and Danny was going to go to Magic Kingdom and we were both going to go shoot Harmonious and Enchantment. And because of the live streams and the pass holder preview that we ended up getting to do for Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, we didn't need to go do that. Um, But when we tried to switch our pass there was nothing left for Magic Kingdom. Right. So we held on to our Epcot ones because you don't cancel an October 1st reservation. You just don't do that. Well, there was nothing available. Right. Like every once in a while, we'd see somebody post and say, hey, there's a couple spots available for this park. Go snag them and they'd be gone, gone. before anybody yeah. could get them. Gone. Um, but I, so I was having some anxieties about that <laughs> yeah. once we decided that we were going to go to Magic Kingdom. So I was actually awake around 530 in the morning. Not not waking up. You were still awake. I was still awake. <laughs> but I was just like doing things. Like it was one of those things where I was so excited because again, we've been waiting for a long time for this to start. So yeah. I felt like the energy of this coming was like I was just kind of like buzzing with palpable. excitement. And um <laughs> I was I laid down in bed and of course I opened Twitter as you do. And I see that people are already lined up to get into Magic. And not just like one or two people. Like there's already a line to park at Magic Kingdom. Absolutely ludicrous. I was like, I'm just going to bed. Normally on a regular Magic Kingdom day, say the park opens at nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. They do not let anyone through the parking turnstiles till eight. Yeah. The fact that there was people literally through the turnstiles across the the lagoon on the monorail and parked outside of magic kingdom by like 5 a.m well, 4 a.m the people next to us during um during the fireworks yeah so they got here at four o'clock in the morning that's absurd i can't believe they opened it that early they they, got, they were People's, waiting they were waiting outside of ttc before i even laid down for bed people were in magic kingdom before the sun came up way before the sun came yeah up. the sun comes up at like seven now yeah, and they came. They saw sunrise at Magic Kingdom. How often do you get to say that? They could have sat in their ca- their car and watched Endgame before the sun came up. <laughs> that's how long they were for, for real. That's though. how long they were waiting. It's crazy. But so, but why were they there that early? Be- because there was a first off, there was a lot happening at Magic Kingdom. There were multiple merchandise drops, like everything we ne- things that we didn't even know about. Yeah. There was an October 1st collection that dropped that I really wanted to go see once I found out about it, but that's neither here nor there because I didn't know about it. Um, there was the very first, um, I would I don't know if we would call it a castle show, but the welcoming ceremony. Yeah, well, yeah on the stage. People expected a presentation in the morning. Uh-huh. People wanted to see the new cavalcades. The news stations were there. Um, all the... Uh, higher ups at for Walt Disney World were there. Good Morning America. Good Morning was there. America was there. So you had like some of your vloggers there. You had um, you also had people there. A who, bunch of nutcase shoppers. Yeah, you had your resellers there. It's very sad. The worst. <sighs> I I can't even get into that right now. Yeah. But but regardless, people were ready for this like the day before, basically. 
Um, so by the time we got up, we decided that we were going to try to head over to Epcot or we were going to leave here at one thirty. Um, our dog Simba needed to get walked before we, mm -hmm. we left to make sure that he was good until we got home. And, um, we are looking at getting a dog walker, but with COVID and stuff, we just haven't really found we haven't gotten there yet. We haven't gotten there yet. We will, but, um, we needed to make sure that we didn't leave him too long and he's a good boy, but still we wanted him to be comfortable. Yeah, but so park hopping starts at two o'clock. That's still the rule. It, it hasn't changed, and you're not you cannot park into another. Or you cannot hop into another park until two o'clock. So what we had decided to do was leave here at one thirty, park at TTC, take the monorail over to Epcot, scan in, walk out, <laughs> go to Magic Kingdom, and scan in. Fastest trip to Epcot ever. So we left here about 1.30. We yeah. grabbed something to eat on the way out so that we didn't have to like worry about Starve. that. Starve. Yeah. So we hadn't eaten anything yet that day. We, we grabbed something to eat, <laughs> took the monorail to Epcot, which would have been lovely except the AC was broken in the monorail. Yeah. It was, that was tough. It was very hot in that there. That was tough. Um, we'll have to do that again when it's not and we don't have so many scary those, things on the line. Those monorails need to be replaced. Well, just saying, hey, if the AC had been on, it would have been fine. Yeah. But we went in, we literally scanned in, grabbed some Epcot maps and turned Oh, took a selfie. <laughs> from yeah, the we, spaceship took, Earth. we were literally inside, like inside the turnstiles of Epcot for probably three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of park hoppers. We're park hopping. Exactly. Um, but we literally walked back up to upstairs to the monorail. And luckily, you don't have to go through security yeah. each time, which was uh, that was awesome. You only go through once. Yeah, you went through before you went on the first monorail, which was great. So once we were, we got on the monorail back to TTC, then took the monorail from TTC to Magic Kingdom, got out and scanned in. So this was probably about three-ish. Yeah, about three-ish. So we walk in. Okay, guys, we're painting the picture. We walk in. It's October 1st, <laughs> 50th anniversary. And people are already grabbing their spots. Not only that, but even before we got up to the hub area, the line for Emporium was insane. And it was a virtual queue, I believe. Right. And so the people who were in line already had a spot in the virtual queue. To, st and to this then line stand in the line. literally wrapped around the building three times. Yeah. And so we walked in and we were like, whoa yeah there's a lot going on here um we walked to the front and we were trying to find a spot that we would be able to set up our tripod and record our 4k video for enchantment which you can find on our youtube page yes. youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers go subscribe <laughs> spoiler alert we found a good spot yeah we did but we started walking around in the spot we originally chose which was right behind the partner statue mm -hmm. which is the, the statue of Walt and Mickey. Yep. We wanted to be between that statue and the castle so that we could just kind of park ourselves there. Right. Well guys, <laughs> we started walking around and there was no fence space available. No. Um, and this was for a 9 p.m. show. So this was 6 hours before the fireworks started. We later found out that people started um, grabbing their spots around 11 a.m. <laughs> 10 hours for fireworks. Yeah. Wow. So we actually picked a couple of spots and we would stop there and one yeah. of us would walk around and see if we could find something better. You stay here. You hold the spot. I'm going to go check over there. And at this point, I'm starting to feel like 
Anxiety. Anxiety. Because all it would take was us for us to sit there for six hours and somebody put their kid on their shoulders <sighs> to ruin our entire shot. Yep. And it's it's going to be so crowded, we wouldn't even be able to move. So I f- want to say maybe like the fourth spot we moved to, mm-hmm. third or fourth spot. That you found. Yeah. Um, thank you. <laughs> we, which was right next to the Mickey and Minnie gold statues. Um, there was a spot that where we could just squeeze in next to where they were taking photos. Um, and it was a little bit of a squeeze. Like, yeah, it, I was, I was just out of the photo pass shots where, yeah. where the photo pass photographer was taking pictures of Mickey Minnie's, uh, fab 50 statues and guests, even though one lady yelled at me and said that my blanket was in her shot. <laughs> so <laughs> too bad. People womp, were, womp. people were feeling extra. Oh, magical. Magical. <laughs> um, well, Anyway, we sat down there and luckily it ended up being one of uh, like a perfect shot. Um, we had a group of photographers yeah. to the left of us and we're going to be sharing some of their their beautiful photos like on our stories and stuff. So keep Holy an eye out crap, for that. Guys, they are beautiful. Yeah, they're absolutely stunning. But they had been waiting there since about one o'clock, I believe. Yeah, uh, they said two o'clock. Two o'clock. Okay. So what ended up happening was the people who were sitting to one side of us and the group of photographers that were to our left, all of us made sure that when the photo pass person left that we closed in so that we could all get a good spot. It was really great because the the photographers that Danny was talking about actually spoke to the the cast member who was taking the photos and we actually worked with them to kind of prevent other people from bum rushing us and trying to get the spot that we had literally been waiting for for hours. And there was a couple people who... Oh, they were sneaking. They were like waiting behind us, and you could tell that they were waiting for the PhotoPass photographer to move. Right. And it was funny because a couple of the people in the group like would like the photographers. You could tell that they did this a lot together. Yeah. They were like, hey, look, we've been waiting here for like eight hours, and those are our spots. So... As soon as they move, we're going to be there. Right. So, like, it wasn't like a fight. It was just like, hey, look, listen. It's like an unwritten rule. Yeah, like, just, Don't so, you dare. just so you know, <laughs> this, we've been waiting here for eight hours. Like, you're not allowed to get here, like, two hours before the fireworks, which right. seems like it would be enough time, but it wasn't. Yeah, but it wasn't. <laughs> it was not. And now that you said the, the two-hour thing... Magic Kingdom actually shut down park hopping for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we actually were in our spot over by the Mickey and Minnie Fab 50 statues. Around 4, 4.30, um, we saw that there was a push notification circulating around saying that park hopping is no longer allowed at Magic Kingdom um, for the day, or at least temporarily suspended. I did hear that there was like a holding area outside, and as people would leave, they would let people in. So it wasn't like, no, go away, turn around, go home. It was like, sorry, we're not letting anybody in. It looks we, like 4.30 was when that push notification right. went out. Yeah. We might let you in, but we're not promising anything. Right. And that was mainly because I think they were controlling the attendance because they know exactly how many people can fit in the the, the prime firework viewing area on yeah. Main Street USA in the hub in front of the castle. And once it got... like significantly above that there was actually another push notification that was telling people literally to enjoy the fireworks from fantasy land <laughs> elsewhere and, and frontier land it's like no <laughs> i'm not gonna do that well but they were preventing people from coming into the hub area at one point well i think they were just trying to say like hey it's full here like 
go park yourself somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, right. Find like, a spot that's not on top of somebody. Which is unfortunate because you can't see any of the projections anywhere, right. but like there's nowhere to be. There's nowhere to stand. Like you you just have to watch it elsewhere. Yeah. But yeah, so we ended up finding um, a spot which I feel like is going to be a good spot if we ever want to like record it again yeah, or it even just to watch perfect. it. I feel like if I were to bring like when my family comes back, I would probably try to get them there so that nobody blocks them. Yeah, literally the only shot that I think would be better would be somewhere in the middle as long as it was high enough where there would be absolutely no blockage. But uh, this was an absolutely beautiful shot. And again, you can watch our full 4K video. YouTube.com slash a couple of park hoppers. Go subscribe and uh, leave a comment on that video and let us know what you think of the spot that we chose for that firework video. Now, one thing that I do want to say is that everybody who is waiting for the fireworks, it was really funny because like people started bringing in food around <laughs> dinner time and just yeah. crawling on top of each other. Oh my gosh. Um, I will say, first off, it was so busy there. They turned off the Wi-Fi because yeah. it was being too strained by too many people. Yep. Um, they, the general cell service was really bad in the hub. From what I understand, the mobile system got overloaded. The mobile so order system? The mobile order yeah, system. it did. Um, and on top of that, um, I actually saw two people faint. Oh, geez. So the first person fainted in the bathroom. Um, luckily, I will say that the cast members did an amazing job. I actually ran out and alerted cast members, and they had... Like they already had people there, but like before I could even yeah. like w I was out of distance. And then the other person that passed out was when it got dark and they actually were able to get cast members in and get them out on a stretcher very, very quickly. So it was it was a long day. And I will say that a lot of times people don't realize that they're dehydrated until they're too dehydrated. And so I think that people um, underestimate how much they should be drinking. Agreed. Even um, though there's not a lot of drinking, drinking going on in Magic Kingdom, people weren't really hydrating well, it seems. Right, right. That's, yeah. So that's what I meant. Like, yeah, people yeah, underestimate uh, being, being how, how hydrated they are. Yeah. So waiting for the fireworks was insane because we had no reception. Um, we still had hours to go. It was hot. And, I mean, it was just crazy. Like, luckily there was a Powerade like we could get some power aids from like the stand that the popcorn stand right. that wasn't too far. And that came in like clutch. Also, thank goodness this wasn't like three weeks ago because it has been so hot and so humid down here in Florida since like May. Yeah. Right up until about last week, maybe a little bit earlier. But now the days are actually much nicer, especially when you're in the shade and there's more of a breeze. And if we didn't have that yesterday, that would have been a brutal wait for this show. Yeah, I just I will say that when we were standing there, there was a point where I was started to feel a little like icky. Yeah, <laughs> like I feel like when you're surrounded by that many people yep. and there's no breeze, it gets you do feel a little like it's just a little I don't know. It's 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 tough to stand in the same spot for eight hours in the heat. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, but fast forward a little bit to um, just before the debut of Enchantment, it was really cool because they actually did the Beacons of Magic for the first time at 7.45. And so right after it got dark, everybody kind of knew that it was happening. So everybody kind of stood up and waited for it and it happened. It was really cool. It was beautiful. The castle just changed to these amazing blue and gold iridescent color schemes. And at 7.46, it was over. Yeah. And it was like, 
oh, we still have another hour and 15 minutes until the fireworks start. Yeah. <laughs> so that was uh, that was a little interesting little um, little moment in time when we were waiting for the fireworks and you got like kind of all built up and something's happening. This is really cool. And then it's like, oh, now we wait again. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's go ahead and talk about enchantment. Let's do it. So, so real, real quick before we start, the... Disney did a live stream the night before. Right. And it was invited media, cast members that were in Magic Kingdom, and that was basically it. And it was kind of like a private show. They even trotted Bob Chapek and Bob Iger out. They had Christina Aguilera sing a song. So um, lucky. They had all kinds of stuff. And you can actually watch our uh, live reactions. We actually live streamed the live stream. A watch along for you guys. <laughs> exactly. And you can watch that on our YouTube page as well, youtube.com slash couple park harbors. Um, so people for the, a lot of the online community in the Disney community watched enchantment for the first time on that live stream. Right. And to be totally frank, it did not translate well at all to the computer screen or the television screen, whatever you're watching it on. Sure. However, it was filmed and the camera switches, it didn't catch all the action. It wasn't one static shot of the castle. It was like all over the place. And it did not translate well. And boy, was the initial reaction to that live stream visceral. It was so negative. And I, you can go back and watch that, the live reaction to the live stream. And I actually really enjoyed what I saw and I loved the soundtrack. Well, but we wanted to make sure that we saw it first before we had our full opinions on the show about it. And that's what we did on October 1st. See, I I feel like the the overall reaction to Enchantment wasn't nearly as visceral as it was to Harmonious. Oh, I totally disagree. Okay. I thought Harmonious was like, oh, well, that was a flop. Thanks for putting those things out into the World Showcase Lagoon and making an eyesore, not even making this a great show. But this was like, this is horrible. Happily ever after died for this. Blah, blah, blah. And it was like, oh, my God. This is not that, guys. Let's pump yeah. the brakes here. So I have a lot of thoughts about this. Sure. So, so do I. So, so here's the thing. The internet, we're not going to talk about what the internet thinks <laughs> too much because you can never make anyone at Disney completely happy. The internet like, stinks. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, Except when you're streaming the show. Then it's awesome. And I will, I just do want to say that 99% of the people who are commenting about their feelings about it haven't seen it in person. Correct. So no offense, but your opinion doesn't hold as much weight. And definitely hadn't uh, prior to their reactions going into the internet. Yeah. But a lot of people watched part of it and said, you know, kind of formed opinions about it. But right. regardless, first off, I would like you to tell me a little bit about your thoughts opinions feelings about enchantment um the i have been very positive throughout this whole ordeal with enchantment and after seeing it last night i am honestly even more positive i really liked what i saw on the live stream i really liked the soundtrack yeah it wasn't nearly as you know grasping at the heartstrings as happily ever after was because that show was so emotional that like there was no show that i can remember at a live show that honestly made me choke up every time that i watched it and this enchantment show 
didn't do that for the most part for me, but I thought that the show itself was amazing and the soundtrack was really beautiful. And after seeing it in person last night at Magic Kingdom, I, I swear to you guys, the projections and the animation blow Happily Ever After's projections and animations away. And the spotlight game and the fireworks are bigger and it is a great show. It is not an emotional experience like Happily Ever After is or was, but it is a great, great show. How about you, Danny? So I love Enchantment. I think that I am going to end up holding this show near and dear to my heart. Sure. I will say that I fell in love with Happily Ever After in a way that I've never fallen in love with a castle show before. Oh, God. They're going to say human. <laughs> no, no. No, no. You're I'm good. I'm kidding. You're I'm kidding. good. <laughs> no. I could never compare anything or anyone to you. Except for Simba. Who's sleeping on the couch across Look from us at right his now? Sweet face. <laughs> he, he's not as a, it, what a good boy. He's been hearing us talk about Great this. Great radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, so I've never fallen in love with a show as much as I fell in love with Happily Ever After, you're, even you're Fantasmic. Yeah. And to watch it go, like I said, shattered my heart into a million magical pieces. So. Watching Enchantment, first off, when we watched the live stream, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was visually stunning, and I was like, okay, I need to see it in person before I really form my final opinion. Um, I think that the visuals are absolutely stunning. What they're doing with the the lights and the lasers and the projections. Freaking laser beams. I think it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, I think that it is unlike anything visually we've ever seen. Mm -hmm. My feelings about this show change with the song and my biggest the, ma the main song you mean the whole thing um i find that when it comes to these shows you can make or break something with music okay and when you listen to things like happily ever after um earlier i was talking about like the calls to action right from the beginning of the, the sure. song and the the way that it's written is so poetic that you can interpret it in all different walks of life and different situations happily ever after. I found that enchantment didn't have a very strong call to action. It almost felt like make a wish upon a star and you're here and you are the magic and which is a lovely sentiment, but there's a reason that there is not that emotional aspect attached to it. The other part that I found that after watching it again was the music does not have as as much meat to it. I think that with shows that were epic and orchestrated and had big choirs and big voices and everything like happily ever after that Disney has taught us to get used to mm -hmm. that this was a very, it, it, it's just, it's very thin in musically. It's lovely, but the words and the music are, there's just not enough meat to it. And it almost felt like a first recording, not a final recording in my personal opinion. Okay. 
So I will say that, and I was telling you earlier that Magic Happens, a parade I have never seen before in person in my life. It's at Disneyland. It's at Disneyland. Or was. (laughs) It'll come back. It'll come back. We'll see. It gave me more feels from the very first watch and after every single listen than Enchantment has after multiple watches. And I feel like that is not something that I was expecting because I love the castle shows so much. And I haven't shed a single tear, which sounds like something that you don't want to happen. (laughs) But that's just... I love the show. It's visually stunning, but musically kind of falls a little bit flat in in comparison to happily ever after but here's the thing when people say you can't compare the two yes you can because disney taught us that they always raise the bar so they told us you know guess what we're raising the bar and musically that was missing sure in terms of the live show and the presentation i think they raised the bar however you're absolutely right that the music does not grab you and it doesn't make you feel things like it did with Happily Ever After. Right. That's the part of Enchantment that's missing, but I thought it was a really wonderful show, and I've rewatched it several times in 4K right. on YouTube.com slash Couple Park <laughs> Yeah. I, here's the thing. I loved Enchantment, but it's just... It's a must-see. You I, should definitely stay and watch it when you go to Magic Kingdom. That's my that's my biggest thing is is the music and the the message and and maybe the simplicity and the and the familiarness will, you know, grow on me. Sure. But but again, it's visually stunning, but it's almost like having a beautiful, let's just say you have a beautiful musical on Broadway. What makes a musical is the music. You could have good acting, you could have fantastic sets, you could have amazing costumes, but if the music's not there, it's it's not going to it's not going to hit right. You're right. You're absolutely right. And and you just you need all the ingredients. So, and again, the music was lovely, but I just wish it had been meatier and bigger and more a little bit more um epic. So, but again, I loved it, and I want to see it again. I also want to watch it when we're not recording it, and I can just focus completely on yeah. that and see if I feel a little bit differently because I just I want to take it all in. But overall, um, what what per, like what would you give this show out of ten? Um, because of the the amazing visuals and the amazing watching experience, I would say. And I have to take it down because of the reasons that you were saying uh, from from a ten. Obviously, uh, I would say "Happily Ever After" was a like a nine point seven for me, but this is probably I would say like a seven point five or an eight, which is a lot higher than the one through ten ratings I've seen from a lot of people. I am one that tends to be a little bit more positive with these kind of things. And I thought that the work that went into it was brilliant and the animation and the projections were spectacular. And because of that, I think I will go with a solid 7.5. Okay. How so about you? I, here, here's the biggest thing for me. I felt like we had just broken up with Happily Ever After and we went on our first date with Enchantment 
Maybe we don't fall in love with it the first but day. But you're still sort of in love with your ex. <laughs> <laughs> That's you're not over the ex yet. Happily, happily ever ever after is the one that got away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, here's the thing. I loved it, and I know that talking about it that I I sound sad because honestly, it made me sad yesterday because I missed my ex. I missed happily ever after. But I would definitely give it a solid seven. Okay. Yeah. So just just lower than me. Yeah, because I loved it. But that doesn't mean that I'm not still, my heart didn't break into a million magical pieces less than 48 hours before. (laughs) So, you know, I just feel like give me a little time to to fall in love with it. Maybe after a month, we'll redo our rankings and solely like forget happily ever after solely focus on this show yeah and then we'll see what we can give it then yeah i think i just need a little time because you are definitely still pain from the x i'm but your heart was broken i like ugly they dumped you i don't remember (laughs) (laughs) and you're still in love with. thank you for making me feel so much better about (laughs) the epic breakup that was with happily ever after the feelings are still there yeah i mean but that's the only thing i can compare it to yeah that you know we've been broken up with we're we're not going to see them again and now we went on a first date and love is <laughs> love is real <laughs> but give us time yeah now i kind of want to talk about a little bit of the details in the show i don't want to spoil too much for you guys but there was one part that stood out to me that i think you and i have different opinions on there was one part that stood out to me and yes spoiler alert tinkerbell does still fly and that is the part I'm talking about because in Happily Ever After, there, w- there will never, ever be a better buildup to Tinkerbell flying in any show than there was in Happily Ever After. Like we said on our live stream, epic, 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 and she flies. Yep, like exactly. Now, Danny pointed out, and I didn't notice because the music is what kind of catches my ears when it comes to that moment because... In Happily Ever After, it was, you can fly, you can fly, you can fly, you can fly, you can dun, 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 dun. And she's out there flying and people are going crazy. In this show, the music didn't do that. However, Danny did point out to me, and I saw it on her video after we rewatched it on YouTube, that there was a really cool effect where, you know, like the glowing Tinkerbell mm-hmm. in Peter Pan, like when you don't see Tink and her body form it's just like the glowing light right the glowing light was flying around the castle and then flew up that one spire on cinderella castle and then when she got to the top tinkerbell came out that was really cool i think that it was more of a visual announcement yes um more than the musical announcement that we're used to and she did come out after the word fly but it wasn't the you can fly like it was in Happily Ever After, it was just kind of like in the middle of a verse and it was just like a keyword for her to jump out. Well, and then in Happily Ever After, it's you can fly, you can fly. And then the story comes alive while literally Tinkerbell is flying over your head. Right. So there's, I'm like literally getting goosebumps talking so about like She's it right flying now. over your head. The story literally came alive. Like Tinkerbell is there above your head. Yeah. And so, you know, one thing I wish that they had done and I feel like I need to go back and see if they snuck it in. If they had done like any nods to Happily Ever After, like how Happily Ever After had nods to Wishes. Yeah, I think I have to watch it a little more closely. After the villain scene, I think there was one subtle nod to it um, where it was like that one orchestral note. 
and then in Happily Ever After it was look, look inside, inside yourself. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you are more than what you become. <laughs> and then I that's when I start crying. There was that one orchestral note after the villain scene like calmed down. Yeah. We won't tell you about the villain scene. You can go either go watch it on YouTube or definitely go watch it at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Um any anything else you wanted to touch on as far as details for the show before we uh before we wrap up here? Um I actually want to know what you guys think about it. Um cuz as you can hear Bill and I both have very kind of similar but also very different yeah. opinions. Um I my biggest again, my biggest thing is the the poetry of the lyrics and the music that accompanies it to make the show. Sure. That's, that's what I want to know. Or, or am I, am I just judging too harshly? Cause I'm not over my ex. I think the overall feelings of the online Disney community, I think they were expecting something like Disneyland forever the 60th anniversary fireworks show for Disneyland, where it was very centered around like Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse and all that. That's the one where the orange groves turn into Main Street USA, right? Oh, speaking of that, we have not seen that part in person yet. We are not going to touch on that until we see it, but there are projections down Main Street USA during Enchantment for the first time Magic Kingdom. Uh, Where we were standing, it just kind of looked like Main Street was kind of just lit up. And I couldn't really tell what was going on back there from where we were standing. So one of the next couple of times that we watch in Chamber, we're going to watch it from all the way down Main Street and catch a glimpse of what uh, what they're putting on Main Street USA's uh, facades. Right. Well, and overall, guys, we really did love the show. Like it's it's visually stunning. The music is is good. It's just really hard to you know it, there were just big shoes to fill. With oh, their, there was yeah, there were clown shoes to fill. There were literally people flying in for twenty four hours yeah, to say goodbye fr- to happily ever after. It. Yeah, our friends did it. So Eddie and Lisa, shout out. Yeah, and you know, I just, I, I don't know. Overall, and we were with that group that night. Rob, Rachel, Mike, yep. my mom and sister came in. Yeah, Mike drove up from three hours. He lives in Florida, but he drove up. Rob and Rachel drove from about an hour away. Team hocus jocus. Um, um, but overall, um, I feel very positive about it. I I honestly do. And I feel like it's not coming across how happy I am with the show because I'm still sad that they ended happily ever after. I think it's going to get better. It's these type of shows are, you mean that my heart will go on? (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. Oh man. That's what I meant tonight. I'm going to dream about happily ever after every night Uh, in my dreams. uh, Don't sing Celine Dion (laughs) right now. That's Ugh, how I feel. Gross. <laughs> Let me grieve. <laughs> <laughs> but um, one thing I actually want to mention, because I, I feel like you guys have a good idea of how we feel about it, and we're going to come back to you and talk about Enchantment in the future as we get to rewatch it in person. I know that you guys are thinking, hang on, you were there for the first, and this is all you're talking about? Yeah. That's literally all we did. <laughs> you want to know why? Because at 8.30 in the morning, all the queues were filled for their merchandise. And we couldn't even get a mobile order in for anything to try new snacks. And we wanted to get that video so bad that we sat for six hours waiting for fireworks. And on top of that, we couldn't go walk around because there were people who were like waiting to jump into spots that we were in. So if you're wondering 
why this is all we're talking about, it's because literally all we did was sit on cement in front of the in front of the Cinderella Castle. For for most people, October first was like Black Friday. Yeah. It was literally like you get up super early, you get in line in the dark, and you go shopping. I and that's literally what it was. I don't even Black Friday on Black Friday. Yeah, I, I just it, wake up later. It's crazy how early people got to Magic Kingdom and the other parks, for that matter, to go shopping and shopped all day. The lines, you, if you see anything in these Facebook groups or the online Disney community, the lines were short, like Outside of Magic Kingdom, rides were literally walk-ons. And inside Magic Kingdom, rides were as close to walk-ons as you're going to get on a very, really busy day. Yeah, so overall, guys, be patient with us. We are going to try everything, experience everything, bring you every detail of every 50, 50th anniversary pixie-dusted magic experience. But that's why we haven't been able to bring you, yeah. you much else because... That's all we've what been a crazy able to day. It was it's so nuts to me that we don't have like, you know, any like new treats we tried or new this or new that or it's just it was I can't even explain to you actually, what it felt like to be there. Actually, real quick, now that you mentioned new treats, I tried the Mission to Mars burger. Oh yeah. At Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe. And it was awesome. And it sounds gross. It sounds messy, and it, which it is. Not gross, but it's messy. Yeah. And it's basically a, a cheeseburger that has mac and cheese on it. It has bacon? bacon on it. And then the bun has like this cheese dust, like ground up Cheetos or something, stuck to the bun. So like you pick it up and the, the, the like dust all over your hands. And it was I had a bite delicious. of it. Delicious. It was really it taped the, the bite I had was really good. I feel like I shouldn't have gotten a a kid's meal because that did not tie me over as well no. as it should have. And then the night that we watched happily ever after for the last time, we also tried the brand new 50th anniversary spring roll, which was, I believe it was pastrami. Pastrami and pepper jack cheese. There you go. Which was also excellent. Yeah. Not quite as good as the cheeseburger. That one. was like a, <laughs> that wasn't an intentional taste of a treat. That was like, I was in line and they were like, here, you have cheeseburger or this 50th anniversary. And I was like, okay, one of each piece. <laughs> yeah. And so. It was good. But like, what I mean is we haven't really like, there hasn't been too much that we tried. But I guess you're right. We have kind of tasted yeah. some a couple new things, which, you know, is always good to try new well, things. The celebration is going on for 18 months. So we have 17 months and like 28 more days to try all the treats. Oh my goodness. So we have so much time to buy merch and and uh, and try these treats and try all these different things and have all these cool experiences and hopefully things will be coming back over the next few months. I think we're going to try to go to Epcot tomorrow. So if you're listening to this, we're probably going to try to go to Epcot the day that you're listening to this. Yeah. Um, guys, the merch thing is also crazy. I've been looking for one item for like weeks oh and I God. can't find it. I, I read something this morning that they had like buku's amounts of those Starbucks cups at Emporium this morning. I'm going to flip this table. <laughs> Danny wants one of those purple, blue, whatever it is, 50th anniversary Starbucks cups so bad. If any of you guys listening are in the parks and you see one, grab it. We will pay you for you, pay you for it right away message us immediately um because we keep seeing the resellers and they're like selling these 40 dollar cups for like 65 dollars 100 dollars like 
and wild. I, here's the thing: I drink. I'm drinking out of my start one of my Starbucks cups right now, and I drink out she of my does. star Starbucks cup all day long. All day. Um, and I just try to stay hydrated while you know I'm on the phones for my work from home job. So I use it so much, and this is one thing that I <laughs> one of the things I wanted and. Man, oh man, they're just like flying off the shelves. And you've got so much fiftieth stuff already; it's kind of crazy. I you, I really don't. You've though. got the the lounge fly bag. We've got the soap dispenser. We've got uh, the I got you the Crocs for your birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? What else do you have? You got I have the t shirt I wore. T shirt. Thank you. Yep, the blue t shirt that's apparently sold out everywhere. And somebody on the monorail was like, "Oh my god, where'd you get that?" Yeah. Well, here's the thing. In terms of the damage that I could have done yesterday. Oh, yeah. You saved a lot of money yesterday. <laughs> I saved a lot of money by at the fact that like I didn't get there in the morning. There was a $90 spirit jersey I definitely would have snagged. Oh, yeah. That f- October 1st spirit jersey. It was really cool looking. And again, guys, there's so much going on. We're excited to bring all of this to you over the next 18 months. And on top of that, there are other theme parks that we're going to be visiting. We're excited to go back to Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, we'd love to visit SeaWorld. Um, you know, there's just so many things that we're going to be bringing you guys. But as for Disney's 50th anniversary, um, there's no other word to describe it but epic. And so I'm very excited to be talking about all these things and bringing every magical detail straight to you. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all other podcast platforms. Be sure to follow at Park Hopper Show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and now join over 10,000 people following us on TikTok. Head over to YouTube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and subscribe to our ever-growing channel for theme park videos and more. For easy access to all our content and to visit our merchandise store, visit a couple of parkhoppers.com. And until next time, we'll, we'll see, see you around, around the, the parks. parks.